0: Hey guys, welcome to our podcast. In our first season of Mending Minds, we're going to explore how typical children do mental health. We are a podcast where we talk with students and professionals to uncover the truth behind mental health, find coping strategies, and empower teenagers. Today, we'll be talking about how mental health is viewed in Chinese culture. I'm your host, Charlotte Liu, and we actually have a new host joining us today. Do you want to introduce yourself, Leo? Uh,
1: Yeah, hi, I'm Leo Liu. Uh... I'm 16, I'm a sophomore.
0: Why are you interested in mental
1: health? Uh, So I've had a history with it and now I want to help others deal with their uh, mental health.
0: I think a lot of us hosts have gone through some experiences that have also um, made us wanna, you know, help others too. So for mental health in China, I mean, we've both, we're both Chinese and our, both of our parents are Chinese and we grew up in a Chinese community. So I feel like something that is well known is how much stigma there is in mental health for Chinese communities.
1: Yeah, that's true. Like uh, it's generally not believed or not focused on even if it is believed. So we generally, as a culture, we like try to avoid talking about it if possible. Like demonize those who actually do have it, and I feel like that's like a really big issue, right?
0: Yeah. What about
1: your experiences?
0: Yeah, I recently noticed that. Um, yeah, the stigma is really bad. But what is worse is they use mental health as an insult, and. Um, There's one phrase in Chinese where it's and it's actually a mental illness, but um, people use it as an insult. Academics is really important in China and Chinese culture because in China, the only way to get, have a good life is to get into a really good college. And to get into a really good college, you have to take this one test that's gonna determine your whole life. So it's really stressful.
1: Yeah, and I feel like because of that, that's why there's like so many like cases of like suicide that you don't even know about. Because uh, it's generally like not talked about if it does happen, but like it's really common because of like all the stress and all the academic stress.
0: My parents always stress about having all A's, but I mean, it was easy in middle school. So it was easy in middle school, and now it's a lot harder. But my parents still expect that from me. So I guess that's that's pretty stressful. (laughs) It's not uncommon for parents to stress their kids out. And I feel like there's also a lot of social stress around uh, the Chinese community because there's always a certain expectation for kids. And then that also goes up to adulthood and and into marriage and stuff. So I remember when... I was in China, one of my mom's colleagues, they're talking about how he still wasn't married. And my my mom was asking him like what's his plans for marriage and stuff, because he was getting kind of old. And then he said that um, he said that in Beijing, you literally can't get married unless you have a house and a car. And I don't know, just like the social stress in China is I feel like it affects. A lot of people and they're at mental health but then there's no way to get help for mental health because of the stigma and stuff. I mean it's kind of hard to find accurate resources to on your own especially if your parents don't really support your your path in finding help. Even family structure in Chinese society is a little bit different than the western idea of family. Um, I feel like in Chinese Chinese culture the extended family is also really important. Like not just your parents but grandparents and aunts and uncles. Like there's there's that sort of connection. But I mean there's a lot of stress to make your parents proud and make your family proud. And so I guess I've, that I feel like that makes communication with my with parents really hard because I mean as for me, I don't want to disappoint my mom and dad, so I, I only tell them, like, the good stuff in my life, and it's really hard to communicate them about my struggles and what I'm going through at that time.
1: Yeah, same here, and I end up, like, ranting to my friends a lot, which is probably not the healthiest thing to do now that I think about it. But there is no other outlet. I mean, I know some people write like hate journals, which seem kind of creepy. So, uh, yeah, I mean, no offense to you guys. Just write hate journals. It's very nice. Kind of like Death Note.
0: Everyone has their different kinds of outlets. I mean, for me, I also rant to my friends a lot too. But I mean, I spend a lot of time like writing a journal and writing letters to my own self. So.
1: Wait, so do you have like a hate journal?
0: It's not like a hate journal. I kind of just talk about what like what is bothering me and then like all the bad stuff that happened that day. Just like list it out. Even beauty standards in Chinese society is a lot different from Western society. I mean in Western society people are starting to embrace themselves and accept all body types and all skin colors. But in Asia, it's still really conservative. And and the only way that people are considered pretty is that if they're skinny and pale.
1: Yeah, that's true. Too bad I'm neither of those things.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. Of course, these very ungodly standards leads to a lot of consequences in the adolescence. I remember when I was in China, literally all my friends were on a diet. And I, oh my God, it was so weird. I asked them to go eat hot pot so we can enjoy time together. But literally all of them were like, no, I'm on a diet. I feel like this even affects relationships in general because I mean, food is such an important part of the culture and just that stigma and that, and I feel like people's relationship with food in China is also really bad.
1: Yeah, and I mean, concerning how good Chinese food is, they really do be missing out though.
0: With all the factors that we've talked about, like academic, social, and mental stress that Chinese society gives us sometimes, I just want you guys to know that we're gonna try our best to give you guys the advice that we can and help you guys along the way. Thanks for joining us at Smile today. If you like what you hear, make sure to follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. Please remember that this is professional advice, and if further help is needed, please consult a professional. Your host Charlotte Liu and
1: Leah Liu. Wishing
0: you all a wonderful day.
1: And again soon for our five-day winter holiday special on December twenty-seventh to the thirty-first. See you there.